Hello, hello, hello. What's up? Vegan Savages to another episode of Britney Bond, Fatty Bag and Afro Bear reporting live out of the Remote Collective, aka The Collective, aka The Portal, aka 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 the prototype of the new earth because we are holding the new earth vibration we're being that being is the new doing and we invite you to be so let's take a divine deep breath <sighs> and settle in that glory of who you are and bask with us in this gloriness of the new golden age that is happening, that we're shifting in right now, in this moment, billions of times bum, per bum, second. Bum. How are you feeling in your body? Woo! I feel good this morning. I did all of the yummy things that make me feel yummy on the inside. So I feel really yummy. Besides making me laugh, baby. We missed Besides this. That one. It was really important for me to connect to my higher self today because I feel the last couple of days have been external chaos around our house with them putting a new fence in and just many things happening <laughs> so if you're so nice who's the new fence yeah and they're gonna do the other side yes Brittany's really strong in manifesting that <laughs> she knows what she wants and well it's like if they don't if the landlord doesn't do it we will just pay for it yeah this is what's nice about thailand you just pay for things and people do things Vegan savages make their own luck. Mm-hmm. All right, baby. Mm-hmm. What shall we talk about today? Don't you have things on your yeah, list? Yeah, like uh, one thing, the last thing I wrote down is yeah. what we spoke about, that people experience... Right, how, first off, how are you feeling in your body? I didn't ask you. Finally, you ask. Mm. After your glorious cacao. Oh, <laughs> baby, <laughs> don't tell them. Brittany makes the best cacao. You should come <laughs> here just to try her cacao. You should offer cacao ceremonies. Faraday would not drink my cacao today. Because Brittany thinks like fixing oh. it is <laughs> just like putting more smegtastic in, but this is no... This is there no were some ratios off today. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Like too much smegtastic is just too sweet. And I like it sweet, but even for me, it's like too sweet. I know. Oh, give me one more sip. I want to like try. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get in the cacao game and then I make cacao for us. <laughs> you used to make it really good last winter when we were here together. Maybe no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like right now, I, I love my baby coffees. Mm, it's just... Little Instant coffee powder, so you don't, it's minimalistic, you don't need a machine or anything. Cold water because it dissolves and I don't like it hot when it's hot outside. You know, sometimes I even put ice cubes in, like an iced coffee. A little bit smegtastic, a little bit of protein powder, so it's like thick and like a thick blend milk, and then shaking it really well and then giving it love, swag and magic, and then <laughs> enjoying it gloriously on the beach with afro yeah so yeah i feel i feel really good like the last days we were upgrading we don't call it being sick we're calling it being upgrading and just flowing with it and accepting it because mm-hmm. it all happens for a reason and it's so nice to really accept it not like trying to do all the things and like i'm i'm healthy when you're not like who are, is anyone yeah. kidding it's so nice to like we're feeling this way let's 
nourish it let's like lay down next to each other watch the new barbie movie maybe you want to <laughs> comment on that and like order food and be cozy and, and sleep a lot yesterday mm -hmm. we went to bed at 8 or 9 p.m mm -hmm. and the last days as well because we really like listen to our bodies and our bodies like yeah go to spirit a lot and when we actually rest we feel good you know it's like not that we're not feeling well it's like we're not feeling well when we're doing things like going to the gym or something Yeah, definitely. I've been feeling like I'm just in a different dimension almost exactly. Like, I think I was saying yesterday, I'm like, I feel like I'm in a dream right now, but we're wide awake. And like from a physical perspective, it's just more like I have a sore throat and like a mild fever, like this low burning fever that just has not gone away for a couple of days. Uh, I actually think the fever has gone away this morning. Um, but it just I've just been feeling like, woo, woo what is happening like we go to the beach in the morning and we're just like because our house was being like also constructioned on and like so much loud noise that we were going to the beach in the morning and just laying there <laughs> i just remember being like this is our life at least we have a beautiful beach to just lay and exist but i have totally let go of the i need to do things on my to-do list you know and that feels really nice yeah yeah people don't know because yesterday the noise of the fence was going on so it's like, um, it's like so, uh, you know, it's like, quote unquote, the same things happen all around the world, no matter where you are. Like it's called life, and <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like like noise, for example, you wake up like like it's it's like life is like you know they're like everywhere challenges, and you cannot predict. You know, it always turns so differently than you thought. So we're like rolling with it and flowing with it and seeing the beauty in it and the synchronicity and why it's there so it can transform and da da da. So here's so beautiful because the life things like we woke up to noise and then we go out of the house and we go like to the beach and we're going like to two restaurants, launching in the beanbags. Like it's, it's like, it's like we, it's like nice, you know. <laughs> yeah, we have very nice challenges. I do though. I I feel like we've been uncovering a lot of negative beliefs that either of us have i mean for other people i don't know how in like how big this is for them but one thing for us was here at the house um like i have a lot of negative beliefs that i have released about being at home because growing up for me being at home wasn't like a emotionally or even sometimes physically safe space for me my dad was very abusive and so i always wanted for me being safe meant not being at home And I didn't realize I've had this house for almost four years now um, here on this island. And I didn't live in it for most of the time that I had it. It was it was my home base on the island. Like I kept all my main things here. But I also like made it into a community space. So I like I gave it away to other people. And even when I needed to live here, because for some reason something happened at my other house. Like at one point I had like four houses on the island that were all like mine. And I was just like, what am I doing? And I kept like running away from each one of them. So now we are back in the space and it feels so nice to be like, this is my home. I'm releasing any negative beliefs around like, like basically home is a place that I can rest and recharge. I remember one time, because basically we asked them to fix the fence or replace the fence like a month ago. So it's just very funny that they came like very funny in the cosmic joke of the universe that they came like the day we got sick and so we're here like in bed trying to sleep and it's just like the most loud metal noise like and then like sawing the wood and everything and so 
we, I even was like, this is a very old pattern I had, which was, okay, because on the island, it's so cheap to get a different house, you know? Like, even if you want another, like a bungalow on the beach or something, you can find them for like 200 euros a month. And so... Like 10 euros per day. Yeah, 10 euros a day. So we found one to just to stay in for the night. I was like, let's just go somewhere and stay there and we can sleep. And then I realized, oh, this is what I always used to do. Something external would validate the belief that I had that home wasn't a place I could rest or recharge or just feel at home in. And then I really wanted to fix that and change it and let release it. So I did. And then we were like, let's just take an... I was like, I'm actually too tired to even go anywhere right now. Let's just like lay down. And we have three bedrooms also. So we laid in the third bedroom, the farthest away from where they were doing the fence. And we put our sleeping mask on, earplugs. And then I put on like my big headphones, like meditation music. So I had my earplugs and meditation music going. And I slept for like an hour and a half in like really deep sleep. So... It feels really good. And then we were both woke up and we were like, yay, we rested. Mm. And then your, do you want to share your, your one of your beliefs that you uncovered? Yeah, first I want to comment on that. That like I was even saying when we're like looking at bungalows where we could go, I was like saying, here we go again. Because like last winter when we got together, you know, like I was like, are you sure you don't want to keep the collective because you so wanted to run away? And, and I was still like so early dating that I, like I could already feel like the collective is so nice, but I don't want to like, I want to do it like step by step that it doesn't seem like I'm taking over or anything. Um, and then we were just like running from place to place, which was also a fun experience, but I'm but done with that. Not calming for the nervous system. Yes, I'm done with that. So often we experience things we don't like in order to see what we actually like. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I just want to comment on if people don't understand that you believed, uh, um, like, how, how would you put it, that a home is a place where you cannot rest and you run away from that? Something yeah, like, like that. it wasn't a safe place to, like, rest or recharge. And that we, like, we create our own reality based on our beliefs and definitions. So mm -hmm. you believe that and thus you get all the reflections. Mm -hmm. So you got there the really reflections. There really was like external things happening. And so I couldn't yeah. rest or recharge. And, and because you believed it, here's what you get. Mm -hmm. What you put out is what you get back. And now that you like let this belief go, transformed it into home is a place where I can rest and sleep and recharge. And it's quiet and, it's and quiet peaceful. And peaceful and nature. And it feels like spirit and it's always safe. Mm -hmm. Then you get and then we get those reflections mm -hmm. and and now it's like it's it's really nice mm -hmm. um yeah and also another one i had too was that because my mom was always helping people growing up so if there wasn't like my dad causing chaos in the house like if he was off working somewhere my mom would always have people over that needed help like she, or she was like doing something for our community like i need to bake a hundred pies for the bake sale or i need to, so so her she would create chaos in the house in her own way because she was like, we need to help people, Brittany. And then, so this is also probably why I like turned it into a community space. I mean, mm. of course, I loved the experience. I'm so grateful for this like core family of community that we have on the island and going through the experience of understanding how to run a community. But a lot of times I, I like couldn't be here because there was literally too many people in the space or they were doing something like an, a nice event, but I just didn't want to be part of it, you know, or I didn't want to answer everyone's questions because they thought I could help them. Baby, so same. Same <laughs> with my mom and same with my life story. So mm -hmm. often in my apartment, I'm like, 
where do all these people come from? Yeah, you why always had like 10 people living with you. Why do they sleep there? And then, and then even then I was like searching for another place, like I called it Vegan Savage Headquarters, mm -hmm. that I can have a second place that is like bigger. And back then I was renting yoga studios to do meetups and uh, like events. Like, So uh, what was your belief that home was a place that you always had to help people in? No, no, it's more in this positive way that I, that is like, this is like, I love building community. Like we're here yeah. to lead the new earth, to of be course. new earth leaders. And we're doing that. And, but then it's like, you, we figured out how to do it in a really aligned way that feels mm -hmm. good in your body and that you're not here to help everyone mm -hmm. and boundaries and that you then synchronistically find the people that are actually in your soul tribe, that are actually on the same mission, shifting in the new earth. And we learned it all by experiencing it all but this is like yeah. who we are yeah and this is the thing. i love the community here this is why this is my home and i'm so grateful that i was able to be part of it as a leader for many years and it's also really beautiful to step back and be like no because i had a, a a really bad boundary or no boundary where people would just come over all the time mm. like i call it like an open door policy and I, It was usually for my inner crew of friends and I loved them, but they would come here when they had a problem. Mm -hmm. So I would just be like, you know, in my vibe, making tea or like whatever, like meditating and someone would come over and be like, ah, this thing happened. And I'm like, oh, let me, and I love being that person, but it also needs to, ha I need to have my space where I recharge. That's why I'm saying like this morning when you went to the beach with Afro and I just like meditated, did my energy healing work, did some rape did breath work like I'm like connecting to my higher self and recharging so then I have this energy bucket of but not just do you need your energy but also the energy needs to flow back yes from the and that's another thing too is I thought I needed to help the whole community of the island so like there's so many people here that know me that I've never met them but I've helped them online somehow like connecting them with people who need to help them or like any cause like we did stuff for the animal shelter here all these things are so beautiful but I feel that if I was more focused with my energy which of the thing I want to build which is my inner soul tribe you know my crew the people that I want to live with and like raise our kids with one day and like build those relationships, it will not be, I will not be able to do that if I'm spreading my energy so thin and helping every single person on the island that just knows me, you know, and I don't even know them. So it's very important that the, in a healthy community and healthy relationships, the energy is falling back, you know? And I recognize this when we came back to the island this time, we've been gone for like five months and I was on the beach with you and I was just like, I'm going to be who I am and, and, and in this community. It was a big belief that mm. I shifted because I don't need to help every single person just because they know that I can help them. I'm capable of it, but I don't need to. And I remember some person came to me when I was like laying on the beach, just vibing the sunset. And this person came to a lot of my events, but like they're not in my soul tribe, you know? And he was like, so when are you going to do one, another one of these community dinner or community dinners or, you know, Friday lunches and, you know, we could really use you in the community. And I was like, I empower you to make them for yourself as well. Like everyone can do this. And he's like, oh no, but you're better at it. I'll just wait for you to do it. And I'm like, where is the energy flowing back? You know? And it's like people, and this is happens for a lot of people. They're like, this is how I get love or this is how I get self-worth or validation is people are giving me this, you know, and I can do it. So I should help. And it's like, you get to do it in a way that feels good in your body. Mm. And like the energy is coming back and it's like, 
yummy and nourishing. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to save everyone. Like, yes, there's starving children in Africa, but like, do you need to be the person to save that thing? If it's your highest excitement and you feel called to and you want and you're moving towards that direction, amazing. But really check in and ask yourself, like, where is my piece of the puzzle in this broader scape? Because you might be doing something in your life that is not directly affecting the children in Africa, but you're raising the vibration of the consciousness by creating something beautiful in the world. And I think that's what we need to remember is like each one of us by being this vibration of like uh, more aware consciousness and dropping into our bodies and doing the things that we love, we just naturally raise the collective consciousness. So I went on a yeah. little tangent no, there. No, this was amazing. And it goes hand in hand by being in your own choice, following your excitement that you have the biggest impact while you have the most fun. This is how the universe works. I know it's so amazing. And like Bashar would call it selfish when you don't follow your excitement. When Like we all have gifts to give to the world. Like our excitement's like this, but people don't give it because of like fear-based beliefs and or because they're caught up in shit, like doing other things that are actually not the excitement because they think I need to save the world and do all the things. No, no, you are selfish, Bashar would say. You are depriving people from things they need to hear from you, your actual gifts, like whatever it is. Like how, how can I make music if people stuff there? Like this will help the most people and this is the most fun for you, step in your power get the formula of really following your highest excitement, no insistence or assumptions on any outcomes while remaining in a positive state, moment to moment. I know. I feel that, um, I was talking to a friend when we were driving. Brittany just gave me the face. Stop The face talking. is like, stop. But it's the, like, the formula is so important. It's just like nice to vocalize it like once a while. Yes. I honor that, babe. I just, yeah, anyways. I find that you are the most impactful when you are being yourself all the way. And if you want to go on a Bashar rant, I honor that. But I also feel like in your experiences and your body, you have amazing things to say that are going to get the point across just as much as quoting Bashar, but more impactful because it's coming from you. Yes. Okay, anyways, I, I, when we were driving up to Austria, we were talking to a friend in the car that we were driving with, and I remember her saying, like, I... I feel that I want to go to this thing that I care about, you know, but there's so many other people that are, it's kind of like this guilt that is, that people have this belief, like, if I get out of this matrix or the system and I'm actually happy, it's almost like survivor's guilt. So when, when like a boat sinks and you're the only survivor, it's like, well, why did I get out and they, and they didn't, you know, mm -hmm. why didn't, why am I alive? And they're not, but I feel like people have like matrix survivor guilt mm. when they're like coming out of the matrix. And they're like, it really can be this easy. I really can be happy all the time. I really can like make beautiful things in the world that make me so happy and light me up. And then they're like, but why am I allowed to do this? And everyone else is still suffering. Like, and then they turn around and like, they're just barely like getting themselves out of the water. So we're saying like a sinking boat analogy. And then they just jump back in the water. Like I must save all of you or I can't get out. And it's like the best thing to do is to get yourself fully out of the water, go get a boat and get everyone, mm -hmm. you know, like build yourself or UFO. up or a UFO. And so this is something I want to say to people. It's like, if you're just barely waking up right now spiritually and you're going through the process, you're releasing a lot of negative beliefs, stay on your path, work on yourself because the best way you can help all the people that you love is to work through your stuff and get to the point where you're like this shiny beacon of light 
and you're just vibing and you're doing your thing and then people are like what is he or she doing because I want to take whatever they're taking because it seems like it's working for them and then and then they come and ask you like hey what's going on you seem like you've changed a lot you know and then you can share with them some of the tools that have helped you to wake up and what's yeah yeah you really gotta unblock from the matrix by all the people that are sucking on you and wanna drown you back in their fears because they don't wanna be alone and there. They don't, they're not doing it consciously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not like we're all doing the best we can. We're all doing everything out of love. It's like if you are believing in fear-based beliefs, you believe in them, and thus it's like, like your your feelings, your behavior, your actions are coming from that belief that someone got into you, like probably as a baby, your parents or the, mm -hmm. the, your neighborhood, the system, the school, whoever. And they're not conscious of that belief. And when you really unblock from that, be in your... Like, as you like, it was beautiful how you said it. This was really beautiful. I would love for you to share about how you unplugged from, like, the news media as well. Because I think that would be really impactful for people. I mean, I... But this is not new. I, I do that, like, a lot. And, like, in the past, I've done it a lot. Like, there were, like, many times where I, like, only listened to Bashar and maybe, like two or three people like on YouTube, other channels mostly, and stopped all the rest, you know? Um, I just think that that might be a good permission slip for people. It's like, if you really are clearing negative beliefs and you are choosing, you're in this moment of like, wow, I'm about to have a clean slate and I'm so excited to create these really positive beliefs for myself and create this beautiful world. And then you watch the news and like all these people are dying over here. And then, you know, this thing happened. Then you watch the social media thing about like the fires in Hawaii. It's like all of these things are valid. But if you're in this moment of like completely you know breaking yourself free the best thing to do is create this bubble like act like you are a little baby and it's like you don't make the baby watch the nightly news you know you like put the baby in a very safe space let it grow let it be in the space of love and joy and you nurture it and I feel like for a lot of us when we are waking up into this more aware spiritual consciousness we really need to be careful with the information that we're bringing and like we just even re recognize this on like another level of like the amount of shows that we watch are they creating more joy in our life and positivity or are they like giving us nightmares at night because they're scary mm -hmm. and even even more important is the the people like unplugging from the people that you love but they're just like not having your best interest like they're not doing it consciously again but they like just want to like get you in all the fear that you believe that as well like they're really like Rah! and because the, the the person at the news i i don't like have a relationship to them so but if if someone calls me that it's like in my family or that i love and they're like want to give me this guilt like you need to be responsible for this how can you yourself ah! and then it's like uh, many people then go back you know to mm -hmm. like shit you know mm -hmm. so unplugging from that is like the biggest step and then like hand in hand and the next step like all goes together yeah. is all the things we consume yeah and i think it's really important to say that like we're not advising you to like disconnect from your family and close friends like we're not <laughs> this is not a cult we're not telling people <laughs> to like run away from people they love but i think it's really beautiful to have a time period so say it's a week or a month where you're just like separating with love and limiting contact you know it could be like 
um, like I will send voice messages to my my dad or something, and then he writes a text back. Like that's a very separate conversation than being on like a three hour phone call or something. I don't know why I use that because I haven't spoken to my dad in ten years. Yeah, but I have done it. Like I uh, send my mom a voice message mm. or yeah, vo a, a long voice message to update with her. With lots of love. With lots of love, and I know she loves me and she wants the best for me, but she does believe in a lot of in some fear-based beliefs and mm -hmm. because she wants the best of me and I and that's why I, I wanted to reassure her that because I see other timelines mm -hmm. and we, we spoke about it where I was like piecing out and she is also in these other timelines where she like saved me and she's like mm -hmm. like in the hospital she was so supportive she came she picked me up from the airport she was there in the hospital with me and she helped me so much and she even got sick when you got sick yeah we're so connected and she wants like she wants me to be safe and yeah. I want to reassure her that and also I, I I know like I woke up to so many things and I, I I see through some things she still believes in that are like fear based. And I don't want that to like stick on me because I love her so much. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's a example. But I feel like you've created a really beautiful like it's like the perfect amount of distance and still connection at the same yeah. time with her and i like i reassure her like mom i'm always there for you like mm -hmm. when you really need to reach me you can always mm -hmm. reach me and i like i'm your son like i i will not like other people have done that to her where they just like ghost her disconnect from her and it's so painful yeah and i'm like i'm not i'm never gonna do that like i'm i'm here and we would love your mom to come to the island. Yeah, like, mommy, you're invited. We tell, we talk about I her I all the her, time. Yeah, I always want that she feels welcome. Yeah, because she and is. And I would, I'm not joking. I would love her here. Like it would be so fun. I would. Ha I have so much energy to host your mom here. Mom, if you're hearing that, <laughs> you're welcome to come to the collective. And then you see like how our lives are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think it's important but because for yeah, yeah go. Um, I mean, what? <laughs> no, but, but also um, you're, you're saying like we don't want people to like disconnect from the family. But I'm here, the alien, also saying you if it's really not aligned, the most loving thing to do is then separating with love. And it's all in a flow. You don't know if it's a day, a month, a year, a decade. But this is like the most loving thing. I was just about to say that. The reason why I brought up that quote unquote disclaimer is because... <laughs> You know, my family, I have completely disconnected from my family. Like, I'm only in touch with two cousins that I have that are not, that have chosen to not be in the religion we grew up in. Um, and, but I just know how that is like, you know, that is a very big decision. And if there, if it, it was healthier to be part of my family, I would still be connected to them. But I had to make a very strong, courageous, brave decision for myself to disconnect for them because it was so much darkness and it was so much fear being put in me. And I chose to create this, you know, bubble of love and joy in my life. And I, those two things didn't go together. Um, I remember we were t walking on the beach the other day at sunset and you were like, just know that I know how painful it is. You said to me, just know how I know how painful it is you know, to disconnect from your family and like, I will never abandon you like your family did. And I, I corrected you because I was like, I really appreciate you saying that. And it does mean a lot to me when you say these things. And also I don't want to create a reality where I feel abandoned by my family because I could still be in contact with my family. I could still be right up in their business, you know, with them, but I would have to choose to be part of a religion and a belief system that 
does not feel good in my body. And I remember when I left the religion, I didn't have the, I was still so brainwashed by all of it that I didn't have the words of like why I was leaving. I just remember kept saying to myself, it doesn't feel good in my body. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe being here. Like I need to leave. And then of course, like as I deprogrammed myself and released all these beliefs, I realized, oh yeah, because they're fucking crazy, you know? So speaking from someone who has chosen to completely disconnect from my family at this moment, I still meditate all the time and like visualize and imagine my mom coming to the island and her coming and making us, baking us a bunch of pies and her and I creating our own clothing line together because we used to make clothes together and just so much art and music and love because that's what my mom is. And I'm so excited. Like sometimes I think of the collective and I like, I feel like I'm like holding it here for her. Imagine both of our mummies to come and they become best friends. <laughs> yeah, I feel like moms are the most challenging relationship because like we're, we're always so connected to our moms. Like they gave us birth yeah. and they like cared for us, nurtured us and we're like, we're babies, you know. It's like you see it with animals when you have like a kitten or a puppy as like a kitten or puppy like from birth. Like the connection is like it's like you know do you think that your mom would talk to my mom if i got them connected yeah of course because one time i had isa's mom one of my best friends here i had her mom talk to my mom and mm. they like did their own zoom call and it was really cute oh and it like meant a lot like isa's mom told isa like a bunch of stuff that my mom had never said to me so I like found out a bunch of stuff like through that and it was just really nice because sometimes I, I can just fe I can feel my mom you know like she would she's the kind of person where like I would be living like across the country in America and she would call me and be like what happened and I'm like what do you mean how do, how do you know she's like I can tell something happened what's going on like I'm here for you and I'm like come on honey and she's like I feel you and she's like very witchy you know and I feel her and I can feel that she's so alone and she's just doing her best to create her keep her reality bubble but it's like breaking her a little bit because she knows I'm out here and I'm thriving but and she loves me and she wants to be in my life but she doesn't know how to put those together in her brain yeah the mom child connection is so strong and it's just like because we can see like the quote-unquote potential how yeah. beautiful it can be and I would love to create more examples of that. So yeah, but it's like it's like the age we're in, the transformational age. It's shifting, and we see like the polarities, like the old world and the new world, and we're like whatever is like meant to be is meant to be, and we're not the role models, the examples, the symbols for everything. So, but yeah, this is like this is so beautiful. I feel like it's the moms that are gonna. I don't think the world needs saving, but I feel like the moms are the ones who are going to create these bubbles of love and joy because mm. when you have a kid, you just like, it's like so much. You care. Yeah. So much heart chakra energy just pouring yeah. out of you. And you're like, you want to care for the child and thus you want to care for the world. So yeah. the child has, yeah. it's like how I'm like, it was Afro every morning at the beach, all the dogs, I love <laughs> to make friends, you know? And because, like, I want Afro to play with them and feel mm -hmm. safe. And then it feels so good giving the yeah. other dogs love and making them friends and then seeing them all play, you know. And I come nowadays to the Hing Kong Beach and I'm the star. The doggies know me. <laughs> what did you say? There was, like, ten dogs there Yeah, today, today there were, like, ten dogs. And I met them all friends and they were playing. And without Afro, 
I do it every now and then, but now I do it like daily. And mm-hmm. because I care, I want my baby, I want Afro to be safe and, and like play, you and know? She was playing so yeah. good today. And like I saw her, she's like, she's watching the other doggies and she, she wants to play, you know? Yeah. But she doesn't play. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in. <laughs> I'm gonna give them love. I'm gonna call Afro in. And then I tr- shapeshift like energetically into a dog. And I'm like, what you want? What you want? <laughs> and they're all like, what you want? What you want? And then like one dog is running like, oh my God. And then the other dog is running and the other dog is looking back. Oh, it's running too. I'm running too. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's this fun energy. Like, oh my God, we're running. And we're like, just of the sake of running. But it's like, actually, and then they just stare at each other like dumb. Like, okay, what are we doing? And then like, okay, I step in. And I'm doing like, what you want? And they're like, oh, is he doing what you want? What you want? <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. So yeah, also the dads, you know, it's like both. Moms, of course, yeah, dads. dads. I, and that's what I mean. I feel like, it's both we need both yeah the divine masculine and feminine coming together this is this is the new earth vibration and as we said in the other podcast first like within yourself always self-love that you're good within yourself balancing the feminine masculine in yourself and then counterparts and Mm -hmm. tribe family the whole island the whole world other extraterrestrials like pleiadians we're so love pleiadians like everything i read about them i'm so pleiadian mm-hmm. they're like you can send me a dm and i send you the book uh, future sex it's like a lot of extraterrestrial races how they make love mm-hmm. and the pleiadians this is a, yeah. we are pleiadians yeah this is our play parties yeah that's why i made the play party yeah i was like <laughs> i just want to play can, yeah. we, can i get everyone to this level where we're just like playing joyfully and it's like sacred and everyone's chilling and in this perfect synchronicity yeah. how then uh jasmine and her now wifey met yeah. at the play party and now they they're like at the play party they were friends for a whole year and the play party is the first time they connected romantically and I was there. I was like putting a sound bowl bowl on with them while they're making out and like <laughs> going ding. Maybe you'll do like the <laughs> sex magic. Yeah. Okay, should we talk about um, um, what I wrote uh, lately, the latest, the latest on our list? Yeah. That people come to the island and experience like this frequency and like how oh, life can be. Yes. And then they get off the island mm-hmm. and be like, sometimes like really depressed sometimes even suicidal sometimes even act on it like like you had a friend pass away recently and then that got us like talking a lot about death and like you would you like to talk about it and before i'm gonna check if the phone is still recording just so it's not in my mind anymore um yes so if you're following on social media you know that um, a very dear friend of mine, his name is Kane, he took his own life recently and I actually have his ashes on our altar behind me because we are going to do a ceremony here on Sunday and spread his ashes at his favorite waterfall and say goodbye together. Um, but yeah, I, like this is some of the external chaos that was happening last week was like, I was like, we couldn't get a hold of him. He he had been on the island for since COVID. Like he's part of our lockdown crew. And if this is the thing, like yesterday we were asking, you asked me. We I met up. I saw friends at a restaurant we were at, and you were like, "How do you guys know each other?" And I'm like, "We were all on the island during lockdown because there was only a small group of foreigners left, and we all knew each other, and we were like 
you know, you had, it was very synchronistic. You had a connection with each person if you needed to. And um, so Kane and I went through many timelines of different ways that we were connected to each other. And he really, it was like, he is a super highly sensitive person. He's an Aquarius and and like a 5-1 projector, if you know that what that means on human design. So he was always wanting to help everyone around him. And he, he self-medicated for most of his life through alcohol and drugs and mostly marijuana in order to create this bubble when he's in the outside world of him and the outside world. Like he was so sensitive. He was like us, like one of these indigo kids who were like, I'm here to build the new world. And he grew up in Australia in like the middle of nowhere where it's like, you know, man's a man and here's drink, drink this thing and da da da. And so he didn't know how to be himself in the world. And, and I remember like we brought him into our friend group, like of my inner crew where we would do, we would do cuddle. This is before the play party started. I would have like a group chat of all of my close friends and like every other week we would do cuddle events here. And it was like not a public event. It was just like, you had to know me and I had to feel safe with you. And we bring all the mattresses in the living room and we would all just be, this is again, before I started the play parties, we would all just be cuddling, making out, talking, catching up. And then I remember one time Kane and I were making out and he just like looked around and he was like, so this is really how we can live? Like it can be this amazing and safe and we can just vibe? And I was like, yep, this is how it can be. So I was so grateful to have him in my crew in life. And uh, he, but he also had a lot of his darkness that he hadn't worked out because he hadn't been sober long enough to have the pain. Like his mom had committed suicide. His aunt had committed suicide. Like he had so much pain in his life and he didn't know how to process it. And um, and I, I was talking to him a lot about this, like, this is a safe space, you can process it here. But then his money ran out. And so he went to stay with his dad, uh, he, who lives on the mainland of Thailand. So at least it was still in like the bubble of Thailand. And he was there for a while, he went to rehab, he got sober, he started running marathons. And I was so proud of him because he was thriving here on the bubble of Copenhagen. This is a lot of people. They come here, they unplug from the matrix, and it's the first time they feel that they can be safe to be themselves all the way, which is like very sensitive, highly intuitive, like psychic, you know, those ones of us who have a conscious connection to our spiritual side. And for someone like Kane, I feel like he wished he could be just a normal person because it, the sensitivity was too strong and he wasn't in an environment where he knew how to create a safe space for it. And, but in the island, the Copanyang is this bubble. It's a very safe space. Like you can go to a cafe and be crying and like people will walk up to you and hug you even if they don't know you and they'll ask you how you are. And it's like people are working through their stuff here and it's a safe space for that. And then he... Um, needed to make more he, I don't know he had this idea he would go back to Australia and make more money and then come back home here to the island that was his thing it's like I just want to make some money and I'm coming back to Copenhagen and like very shortly after he was there in Australia he killed himself and I feel like it's because he didn't know how to be in the world you know, like, and this is a lot of people, they don't know how, they have unplugged, the matrix is this false sense of source connection. So even though you don't feel good, you can feel like something's off 
at least you're connected to something and someone's telling you what to do and you've been programmed your whole life to just listen and obey. And if I do the thing, follow the thing, then I get this perceived connection from the world, my community. But this matrix, is it, the, the system is literally crumbling before our eyes right now. So people are like waking up in the matrix. You know, this is like, it's, it's like the matrix movie. People are like, what the fuck is happening? Or you can come here and have more of a soft wake up where you're like in a bubble of safety and love and joy and playfulness. And, and not just here, but here's a great place. Yes. The, and these bubbles are going around the world, which is so beautiful. I'm so happy that this is happening. Like these bubbles of consciousness where people are safely waking up and they're supported in a community. And then, so they've disconnected from this false sense of source connection. But if they don't have the tools and they don't, they haven't woken up enough to realize that they have every single person has a source connection. Every single person. This is not something that has been bestowed on priests or religious leaders. And then this religion is also another false sense of connection to source because a lot of religious leaders are like, I am your connection to God, you know, or you can have your own connection, but you probably are not going to do it right. So you better come back to me and I will tell you how to do it right, you know. But when you wake up out of all of that, you're like, wow, I don't need anyone, you know, but then you really have to have this self-worth and self-love to keep remembering I am connected to source. I'm worthy of this existence. I am worthy to live just by being a soul on this timeline. And then from there, you get lots of energy coming down from source. And then you have this abundance of energy where you're like, I have all these gifts I want to share with the world. This is my excitement. And bringing it back to Cain, like he is, he was always such an artist. He was making clothes for all of us. Like he would hand design a piece of outfit where he would like have stitching done on it for you and he would pick it out and like make sure that it was tailored to you. And like a lot of our friends in our friend group wear these with pride, you know? They're like, it's not just because it was made with love from Cain. Yes, that is a huge thing. But also like he was very talented and this was his gift, you know, that he was doing in the world. And... I feel that when people don't have this strong source connection and, and a lot of this comes from how much they love themselves and how much they feel worthy of being alive in this world without having to do anything. This is something the Matrix programs us. And they go back out in the world and they get all this. It's like a slap in the face and like, you need to do this thing. You're not good enough. Da, da, da. You're not beautiful enough. You're not, you're not enough. And then they don't have a strong source connection. They don't know how to do that then it can feel so overwhelming. And a lot of people have this period of time where they go back. They're like, I wanted to go away. I just want to be in the matrix because this is too overwhelming. And rightfully so, if that's how it feels in your body, like always honor how it feels in your body. But if you know what's happening, you can work with it. Because you were saying that babe, on your first mushroom trip, it was like, wah! Um, yeah, but this is like, You know, I wasn't already, like, I was already so out of the matrix, you know, yeah. like, getting it, listening to Bashar, following my excitement. But my excitement back then, wa like, I, I th this was, like, a heroic trip, like, one of my first ones. And I saw, like, I saw you with, like, th like this was your energy, you know, like, this woman with three wolves and she's howling to me and dragons that speak and then showing me, like all the multidimensional stuff. Mm -hmm. But back then my excitement was like going to the gym, building muscles as a vegan, talking about healthy lifestyle choices, educating myself about the benefits of a plant-based diet and other healthy lifestyle choices, being so positive and teaching people how to follow their excitement. Like this was such a good catch to 
me staying grounded and other people that it's relatable. And I was seeing like all the alien stuff and multidimensional stuff. And I was like putting, like closing that box. Mm. Like, I mean, like going back in a box basically because this is like too much, you know? And, and it wasn't my excitement back then. Like my excitement was like mm -hmm. step by step. But what I was doing was like teaching people how to get out of the system. But in a way like veganism was so my catch because people can understand that. And then I used that talking about the universal message but in a way where you know mm -hmm. so I, i was already like not like in the matrix but already like how can i like use the matrix to get people out of the matrix you know yeah you are already a ninja yeah like creating my own bubble in my apartment was mm -hmm. in berlin with my friends you know we're all like mm -hmm. in our own energy of this you know mm -hmm. and this was like so amazing but yeah keep talking it's an amazing storytelling you're doing I mean, I don't know what else to say. I just, like, I still have, even though I know, I, I mean, everyone's allowed to have their own beliefs. I believe that our souls are eternal and that, you know, when Cain came, woke up from this dream that we are dreaming in this reality uh, and he was in the spirit world, he was like, oh, fuck, you know, because we have these, our higher self our higher mind, whatever you want to call it, our soul, it like is like, okay, play this timeline out, face this darkness so you can transform it in your life, in like this physical timeline that we're playing. And when you, some people call it self-delete. So if you look at it as a video game, if you self-delete from the timeline, from the game, you like exit yourself out, you wake up in spirit and you're like, oh, fuck. Like if I was able to just transform this or get some help or do it, then I could have, you know, made this into such beautiful light and like like high vibration and like help other people who have gone through the darkness you know and the beauty is you still do like when you commit suicide yeah. it's like it's like oh fuck like i've like dishonored the agreement my soul chose like my life theme what you came here to experience and there's no negative judgment on that it's not like you're gonna get punished because you kill yourself it's like you are your soul which is playing yeah. the game it's just like oh fuck i exited the game earlier yeah. than i wanted <laughs> it's like bashar likes to say justice is not punishment it's realization you're like mm -hmm. you realize you're like oh stupid me mm -hmm. i came here for this epic thing i actually like to do like this is mm -hmm. the game i chose and then okay as bashar says like from there you can you will still fulfill your life theme either yeah. you go back like kane didn't come back in this timeline because in this one he pieced out yeah but then he came back in other timelines and in this one like from the oversoul it sees like all the canes you know multiverse but in this one he's like not here physically anymore so in this one he plays out his life theme from spirit and i feel him like since he passed i feel like he's been coming to me in my dreams i'm very connected to the spirit world in this way because i've had a lot of people die in my life and i i don't find it creepy i don't find i just am like i'm like talking to him a lot you know and it's so beautiful yeah. it's also what bashar likes to say when when you think about them when you can feel him and then when you start like uh -huh, crying and everything which is like totally valid but this is like then from the like poor little me aspect but when you see the bigger picture and you're thinking about him it's actually him or her like in this case him wanting to communicate with you and if you stay in a positive state of being like meditating tuning in and then you can actually like communicate with him and he's here wanting to fulfill his life theme from spirit so he's like helping us yes but i want to pause the for a second and say that you have never had anyone close to you yes. die 
I mean, I know your dad yeah, yeah. died when you were little, but you were little. Right. Like, yes. it is a very different thing when someone you love and you expect to see and hug again and have many more beautiful experiences, they're just gone. And that is what I'm grieving, is the physical timeline that I would love to have had with Kane and and I would love to have had you meet him. You would love him. He's so positive and so happy and just wants to make everyone happy around us. He's like me, you know? I, I I totally get it. Like, I didn't experience that. And I don't wish this to anyone. And it's like, get help. Like we were saying, I don't know, Insta stories. Like, always seek out help from every side. You're not alone. Yeah, and just, it's okay to grieve, you know? Like, I yes. I am not grieving because i'm like um like there is actual like proven f like stages of grieving which is like you know denial anger bargaining which is like i wish i would have done something or if i had done this maybe he would still be alive and then like acceptance i think there's one more <laughs> but then in like but it also goes in cycles and this is your body processing the energy and it's very important to allow your body so like throughout this last week I would be totally fine one time, one minute, and then like something would remind me of him, and I would just be so angry and so and crying, and, like wishing he was here, and then just sobbing, you know. And then I would be like kind of numb for a while, and then I would be like, okay, I accept, you know. And then I'm like laughing. It's like this huge roller coaster, and I am experienced it all, and I know all of it is because I love him so much, and I'm also by grieving, I'm also honoring our connection, you know. And it's so beautiful. I just wanted to speak it because most people don't have a fairy in their life who speaks that. And then I see many people drown together in the negativity. And I'm like here. This is why I'm here. Like making people see the bigger picture and always come back to joy. That is like a choice, you know. Yes. Like I just want to say that I agree with you. And babe, I'm so happy that you're in my life. And like this week you have been such an anchor for me to stay like remind me of things i already believe you know and just like stay in this because i can feel myself going like deep into the well of like darkness and sadness and all of this stuff and also i want to be a beacon of light of like you can let the energy go through you and the emotions go through you and and transform them into something that is us being human and experiencing like we're here to experience all of it the polarity of the positive the negative and the neutral yeah beautiful <laughs> and you know my my dad passed away when i was like really young mm -hmm. and then throughout my life whenever people knew about it they immediately shifted the energy and like this like oh i'm sorry and like, like sorry you yeah and like like this like there's something bad and I, i'm always like like why like f i always got that we're indestructible souls we're eternal beings and my dad is always there having my back i can speak to him i feel him and like even this his funeral i was asking my mom like why is everyone crying and she's like yeah puppy died and i was like like but it's like yeah physically but he's like there you know mm. like we are indestructible souls so I, I just want to remind people of this bigger picture and like because many people don't have a fairy in their life or, or someone like that and when you actually like it's like it's like so wow it's like such a mindset shift and mm -hmm. then like in, like when I was in the hospital and like I kept listening to the universal message channeled by for example Bashar that's what resonated the most with me and he like so snapped me out of this 
depressing loop of like waking up seeing my scar and wanting to kill myself like he like mm -hmm. so snapped me out and and blessing that that it happened for a reason and i'm so thankful and this is amazing and seeing why it happened and like this is the most epic timeline like i just gotta like see it for what it actually is when i like be in the trust and the knowingness and don't get caught up in all the societal fake source connection shit mm -hmm. That was, by the way, beautiful how you, like, said that. Like, you, like, like when you said that, like, you said it earlier to me, but this was the first time, like, this fake source connection from society, that society wants to pretend like this is how it is, you know? And it's, like, it's beautiful how you said it earlier. Yeah, so I think it's really important for people when they leave the island to understand that this is something they need to be aware of like okay i'm about to go back into a very strong belief system that i've been hooked into like this this like you know it is giving you energy but it's, it comes with a price of like fear and negativity um and like do i how much do i want to be hooked into this you know like when we were in europe like we still we were like we were aware of it but i feel like we did we created such a bubble around us in berlin and that we were mostly in the park or we ended up going to nature because we like really wanted to stay outside of that and also i mean on the island here there was this school that i will not name well, i'll name it agama it is been known to have like it was popular back in the day here on the island and then a lot of the leaders of it were found out to be like sexually molesting people and using their power for bad and so now it's like we call it like the rape school anyways but when people were going through that school it's like a tantra yoga school back then they were having such a they was blasting them out of the matrix and their belief system so hardcore that they were going back to the, like, I had an example of someone's like, yeah, my friend went back, went from that school to New York and then like had a meltdown, like a physical and men, uh, psychotic meltdown. And so they, there was even a place here on the island where they made like a retreat for those people who came back to the island and like needed to figure out how to integrate back into the real world. I'm saying the real world in quotation marks because we create our own world, but that is like the mass consciousness real world right now. And I just find that really interesting that like, maybe we don't need to create a whole retreat, but like if we can talk about it and be more aware of it and just understand, okay, this is what's happening. Like that you're, that you're conscious about it because, yeah. and I want to talk about this more because so many vegan savages go back mm -hmm. from Kupangan and they're like, what the fuck? Because they're like not so, they are like, that's why it's so nice to consciously talk about all these things and then mm -hmm. consciously like prepare yourself. Ah, I'm flying back to Europe. I'm going back in the system. Okay, maybe I do it slow by first going to nature and like settling mm -hmm. in and then first going there and maybe my family situation is a bit tough. So I, I first go somewhere else that I do mm -hmm. it step by step. Yeah. Like for example, also the play party I hosted in Berlin, a couple of people then came to me and like, where they, they had like a mini version of that like Ferdi how can I go back like after experiencing that mm -hmm. like for example one girl she works for at the security like custody is that the word um, like where they check your baggage oh like security at the yeah. airport and, 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 and she came to the play party and she like 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 she was in her power she was like mm -hmm. vibing she had the most amazing time and the connections and then the next day came to the meet and was like how can I how can I go back now knowing that this exists mm -hmm. like how can I go back to my job and now she's like and then she came to Kopangan this winter and she's like doing it step by step but it's like it's like uh, that's why like always 
it's so important to host people like when you open a portal when you like metaphysically or not speaking mm -hmm. like um to like on on the flow state retreat we show people the vibration and then at the end we're like telling them like integration integration that's the word that's everything and no no i would love to speak a little more about like you experience something like that coming to the island or a retreat or something and then going back to home and it's like this inside ah the, in this podcast we already talked so much about it what it is you like found your own source connection see how it is when you are in your power your mm -hmm. own authentic self follow your joy and be not alone in that like in community mm -hmm. and like have the outside reflected by like nature and calmness and all of this and things like aesthetic dance which are so mm -hmm. wow or like kirtan or at the beach like drumming or a naked beach and coming to our play parties and just like mm -hmm. having these people around that are on the same journey like mm -hmm. in, in community you're not this alien and then coming back that's why intuitively the first time i came two years ago my higher self so clearly told me fly to vienna and get a camper van and go for two weeks through austria by yourself this was so wow and i went like out of vienna out of the city and like oh in nature mm. into the big alps the mountains and mm -hmm. th this was so nice to customize acclimatize acclimatize yeah. and not just to the weather but to to the to the system and since that I, yeah. I really felt the system pulling everywhere like i came back to my apartment in berlin and it wasn't the same It felt like, whoa, I'm too embodied for this. It's like so inside, it's like mm -hmm. in a box and all these things in the system trying to get you in the system as well because this is how everything works here. And I'm like, no, I just want to flow. And then I mostly kept creating my own things like my meetups and play parties and events. So creating a safe space where we can all flow. And then people were like, oh my God, this is my life. Um, so like these consciousness bubbles where it's safe. Yeah. So that's why it's so nice to know that consciously and then create, like we call it Kopangan bubbles everywhere, that mm -hmm. you have at least one person. Because when we have each other, when you have one person, wherever we go, like remember we arrived in Turkey and we were like, oh what my the God. fuck? This big heavy cloud of the system of woman deep suppression. I was like in line for immigration, these two big men just like like literally physically pushed into me and were like, get out of my way. And I turned around and I was like, the line is empty. And what? And they just didn't like how I was dressed. I could tell they were just mm -hmm. like, oh, "Who are you?" You know. And then talking to the women that have like head coverings and stuff next to me, and being respectful to them and all this stuff. But I was like, I was so, and I was like, yeah, like like angry at the like how people treated you. Mm -hmm. uh, and and yeah, we got quickly out of Turkey, and uh, and like it was like yeah the system in in germany like it was we were we felt so outnumbered mm -hmm. but what i can recommend to people find like have a friend mm -hmm. like one is already enough to bounce the energy and then mm -hmm. go and then you have this bubble because when you're just alone you can bounce nowhere and then you feel so alien you're like i'm living i'm here in the subway but i'm actually like want to talk about this have joy to give but where should i bounce my joy mm -hmm. so i just text people or like mm -hmm. have a friend to bounce it and create your own bubble wherever you go yeah like when we had carl and eve with us yeah. in the apartment somewhere it was so nice and we yeah. were camping with them mm. and we were just like vibing having the best time 
Yeah, and I said one time when we were like camping and this day we took some mushrooms and we were like at the camp like cooking dinner mm -hmm. and I was like, this is so wow and it's so normal because we all are on that frequency. For other people mm -hmm. this would be so alien and then we would feel weird mm -hmm. but we can like be so ourselves because it's safe mm -hmm. and this is the normal and we're all like this, you know, and it's yeah, like, wow, kids yeah. it was really wow. <laughs> then we got so sick. <laughs> from the weather, not from the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Um. wow baby thanks for sharing this was like really powerful the whole Kane story and you're like so great by again creating community everyone who remembers him bringing mm -hmm. them together creating a group chat yeah if someone if you've had a friend pass away I recommend putting everyone in a Facebook message chat and encouraging inviting them to share photos and memories because when someone dies and especially if someone kills themselves it's such a strong feeling of like disconnection like oh they literally took themselves out of the timeline and especially like us who travel a lot like a lot of the community that know him are not on the island right now like mostly all my friends are in europe for the summer and they come back this winter and so putting everyone in a group chat and having his dad in the group chat and like his dad can witness like how much we love him and people are sharing photos and making like compilation videos and sharing moments where he like you know really helped them and like how much he meant to them is his dad made a comment because someone was like kind of like I don't think Kane would like this this is too much and like left the group chat but I honor this because I had a friend who passed away a couple years ago where I made this group chat for and I realized through that was my first time in like real grief with like a friend who passed away that I knew and was literally going to hang out the next day with and and people respond however they need to respond to grief like create space for everyone to respond however they need to And so I wasn't upset by it, but other people were like, what? Why would they pr that person write that? And then Kane's dad wrote, it was the first time he wrote into the group chat, and he was like, no, Kane would be so happy that you guys are honoring him and so proud to hear all of these beautiful things. And he said, it is such a beautiful gift to hear all of you share how much you love him. He's like, even though it feels like every time, every time I see a new photo or hear some, a memory, it's like a knife in my heart, but like in the best way because it's like he's grieving, you know, but then he can witness all of us grieving with him and we're going to organize a ceremony this weekend and, and videotape it so he can see it and people are going to mirror the ceremony in like Chiang Mai and Bangkok where they also have friend groups that want to honor him. So we're going to do it all at the same time and it's like, because we made this group chat like suddenly everyone is part of it you know i mean no disrespect but i don't really honor these people who like it's like so typical this like you write something eh? and then you leave <laughs> it's like i had it so often you know we create community a lot so we have these community chats and yeah. then like <laughs> and then i don't by the way i know no one's gonna like this but how you all fly to kopangan it's so bad and this is really bad and this is really bad and this is so And then I left, leave. And it's like, <laughs> just like... They're just crying babies. Yeah. And That's then how I view it. And I like, I didn't remember who they are. And I'm like, I I remember. You're like, I'm like, then you're not just gonna come and like, oh yeah, like, then we talk about this thing first. It's like, you know. <laughs> But in WhatsApp group, we can just delete their, their message. That's what I do. I'm just like, yeah. no, go away. Yes. But anyways... Yeah. It's so beautiful what you do, baby. It's so beautiful. This is what we have to do. But, you know, like for uh, most of the day that I found out, like I had 
like Kane had gone dark and we couldn't find, no one had reached him. And one of my friends, Alexandra, messaged me and she was like, I can't get a hold of Kane. She was more in contact with him in that moment. She's like, I, th- I feel like something's off. And so I put on his Facebook, can anyone from Kane's family, I thought he was still with his family in the mainland of Thailand. And so I was like, can someone from his family like let me know that he's okay? Because I thought maybe he went into rehab again or something where he was offline. And then his dad messaged me like five days later and I was like at the beach with you and I just had like a decaf coffee that I thought wasn't going to be coffee and it was definitely giving me like this anxiety, caffeine kick and it didn't feel good in my body and and then I get this message and it's just like that he's gone, you know? Mm. And I'm like, what? And I just like was like burst into tears, just like shock and sadness and all of the grief and then I was alone with that for most of that day like because most of most of our friend group that were very close all of us they were in Europe and so they weren't awake yet you know and I didn't want to post it in our we have a Facebook group for the whole community here on the island I didn't want to post it into there until I could tell them like on a voice call what happened because I felt like they needed to hear that, you know, and I'm glad that I waited, but, it, and I'm glad that you were here to support me, but it's really hard to be alone in grief, mm. you know, like I was like, I had all this love that didn't know where to go. And I was just like bursting with it. And so, and it also grief shows you exactly, it's like this hard cut of like a filter of what you need to be doing in your life. So like I came home <laughs> from hearing that he had passed away and I told my ex-boyfriend who was living with us, you need to get out. Like, this is not working. Because it wasn't working. And I was just being like the nice, submissive feminine that was trying to be nice. And he was just taking energetically and in many other ways, literally not paying for things. And it's like, he just thought he could keep taking. And I was like, no, you need to go. Like, this is not working. And da 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 And I'm grateful for that also. And I, I think like... The something someone told me when my friend Ella died, the one that died a couple of years ago on the island, and I was very involved in make, creating her ceremony, like sending her body back to Germany and like lots and lots of deep things that were happening. And I was so sad. I was like, I was drowning in it. This is the first time I ever took ayahuasca because I really needed some help. And I remember someone telling me, like a spiritual healer woman who I was working with, she was like, the best thing to ask yourself is, why did this person choose to have me be part of their story when they died? You know, because we're still, we're all part of each other's stories, even when we're going home to spirit. And I remember asking myself, because with Ella, I was about to be very close friends with her. Like we were hanging out the, literally the next day after she died. Just a few people wonder, Ella is also a friend who passed away. Yeah, on the island here. And she was from Germany and she died of someone drugging her like at a party. So it was like a very dark situation of how she died. She didn't want to die. And it was just like, whew, so much sadness there. And and I remember thinking, okay, so why am I part of her death? Like, why am I part of the story? Like, I, I ended up getting closer to her in her death than I was to her in her real life. And that was such an impactful thing for me in my life at that moment. Like, it, I changed so many things in my life. I really delved into my spirituality And I created a lot more boundaries that I needed in my life. And also Ella, everything I know about her is joy and like wanting everyone mm. to be happy. And and she also created a lot of community on the islands and opened one of the first co-working spaces here. And, and just like 
was always vibing, you know? Like when I close my eyes and think of her, she's like dancing with her hula hoop at Wainom, you know, mm. just, just like being a little cute mm. kitten, you know? And so I've been asking myself this, and I think this is really powerful for if people have had people pass away in their life. It's like, why am I part of the story? How can I use this to empower people? And with Ella, she was a woman who was disempowered. Like she, the series of events that happened to her that led to her death, if I told them out loud, they are so sad and so disempowering. And I was this woman that was in her life and I knew about a lot of things happening and I didn't step up and ask her, is she okay? I didn't, mm. I didn't step into her life in a way where I feel like now I could tell that she really needed it. And so I used that energy and that love that didn't know where to go. And I have full force created a lot of beautiful things for the women in my life. And and it really made me realize this thing that we have about competition and sisterhood versus support that we mm. could we could be this big support for each other. And I have really flipped that in a, such a positive, transformative way. And this is why I create women's circles. And I'm so like, we need to empower each other, you know, as women. And with Kane, I'm still figuring out how I can use this being part of his story in a way that's empowering for me because... I know that he was someone who was so sensitive. He was an alien child just like us. He would have loved all the alien stuff that we talk about. Mm. And he was so sensitive and so had the biggest heart and always wanted to help everyone. But he was drowning, you know, and he didn't know how to help himself. And like his dad literally said, like the darkness overtook him. Mm. And there is so much darkness in the world. There's so much light too. And that's something I wish I could have shared with him more. It's like all the light that we can create. And I, that's why I would love for you to have met him. Mm. And he would have looked up to you so much. Mm. And Baby, you do it so beautifully. Everything. You're so, so amazing. You're so wonderful to witness. And you're doing so much for him, like speaking now here. This is like, he's listening right now. And he's like, thank you for telling the story and honoring me. And, and like helping others by telling that. <laughs> this is so, so amazing. His dad is going to listen to this. And it's so beautiful how you like make him matter so much because he does and, and give him so much space and that we like can learn so much. I just wish I could have done it when he was alive, you know? Like yeah. the last time I talked to him was like our friend group was organizing to meet up in Amsterdam. And he had just recently gotten sober and we were all talking in the group chat and he was the only one that was like, I don't think I can come and I need to make money. And I was just like, oh, I wish I could have just like bought him a plane ticket. <laughs> like we, all, we all make our own choices and, and he and he made his choice and we can like we can respect that. And like he's he's here, you know, like th that's the thing, like no disconnection, like he's here. I know. I just remember like this really strong moment <laughs> where um, I met him because he was dating my friend Isa, who is like my best friend in the whole world. And like, she, well, she's like my sister. Like she was also, we met on the island, but she was also raised as Jehovah's Witnesses. She also built community. Like we have so much in common. I love her so, so much. I'm so happy, excited for you to meet her. And she fell in love with Cain. You know, this is how we met him. And her and I have this very strong pact of like, 
if if i like a guy because we like the same type of men if i like a guy you cannot like this is our sister code you know so i always had this big thing of like keeping him at an energetic distance because i wanted to protect her heart that's what she needed you know and i'd had recent situations where women were being the competitive nasty woman and i just wanted sisterhood and i wanted to anyway so kane came into my life and I just loved him as a brother, you know, I loved him so much, and we, we had made love a couple times throughout the years that we knew each other, but it was always, like, friendship and love, and one time he said to me, like, Brittany, I love that you're such the mama bear of the community, and, like, you're always, you always care about everyone, like, in the same way that I care about people, and I just love to see you, like, vocalize it, you know, he's like, you're inspiring for me to want to be more of that, and he was like, I want to be the papa bear of a community when I, and he was always saying like, when I get my head straight and I know what he meant was like dealing with his darkness and his anxiety and his self-worth issues and stuff. And I just, I don't even remember what I responded at the time, but that kept coming back to me this last week of like how much he just wanted to be in this community with us. Like, you know, taking care of Afro and he was always like making sure she was okay and like doing things around the house like a lot of these lights if they didn't come from Aaron they came from Kane because he loves lights he's always about the good lighting and like wanting to make everything nice and I wish I could have well I guess I'm telling him now in this moment but he didn't need to be anything more or do anything he was perfect just the way he was he's here right now I know he listens to everything you're saying and he's like so happy that you like you really see him and he was like he wants to be seen and he was like couldn't vocalize it and this like makes him so happy this means so much to him yeah like i I know that you've said about my friends like they have a lot of trauma (laughs) (laughs) but it's because like we attract people like us like you know like i am this little girl that just wants everyone to be happy. Mm. And I, my soul has chosen to go through a lot of darkness, you know, that I've chosen to transform into something beautiful. But when people hear, like, my actual life story and they know the details, I've had multiple people tell me, which I don't think is a very nice thing to say, but they've said, wow, I'm really surprised you didn't kill yourself. And I'm like... Yeah, like a lot of people probably would have, you know, but I chose to transform it into something beautiful and I had the energy for it. And I also had a mom who was like, you're perfect just the way you are, you know, like I had this like connection to love since I was little. So I knew that I could choose the light. And with a lot of these people that I love in my life, they are these like little inner kids and they... They've never had anyone show them love. They've never, they don't know what that feels like. And so, like, I see them and I'm like, I love you. You know, like, I'm going to give you this love. And I, like, pump it into them. <laughs> mm, baby, you do this so well. You do this so, so well. Baby, thank you. You're but so amazing. they need amazing. to find it for themselves, I you know? I know, I know. And that's why we, we, t- we, we tell everyone how. And you're you're doing so amazing. Like everything you said, baby, like I, I witness you and how you like actually learn to love yourself. Like you're the first person I met that actually loves herself. 
and then bounces that to others like your how you the sisterhood and not competition like i see how with other women you're like honoring what they have and then don't do any so no one gets jealous or like i came to the first play party and you thought i dated the two girls i came with so you like <laughs> ignored me like you're so good in being yeah, all that i didn't want them to feel like i was being disrespectful yeah and like you but many people it's like one thing saying it and then another thing like embodying and being that and you're like this big beacon this big shiny being that like meets everyone where they are and shows them like like how shows them love like our first mdma trip like you showed me love like no one else and i was like oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh my god and it's so beautiful how we can bounce it back and forth and invite everyone to like let all the love in and bounce it back yeah and this baby uh, by just us being right now here in this vibration is like showing people that like you know it's like when people see other people doing it together especially you know not just one person speaking about it but people doing it together it activates them like if they can do it i can do it i was like one one person broke the one mile in four minutes or whatever thousands of people did it because they know it's possible yeah. so this like this means a lot to people to love themselves show the love bounce back to love and and like know that there's like always hope that there's like always all the darkness and also all the light and we always have the choice and there's actually more positivity in the world because from an energetic standpoint is like the choice is positive like yeah. everything is neutral and that we there's get negativity, to decide positivity and neutral and that neutrality. neutral neutrality is positive is positive so we have more po we have more positive yeah. energy in the world than negative like Bashar some sometimes like to say it would be like, if you want to put it percentage-wise, 51% positive because the neutrality is choice. And then you see nothing has a built-in meaning. So, so we get to choose. And I also loved what you said. I mean, I haven't experienced like death like this. But um, there's like this, like seeing another beauty in that of like, this harsh cut of like what really matters and then like oh i've been in relationships where people don't treat me right and i haven't been in my joy and then i remember the people for like how amazing they were following their joy and this is like what matters so i'm in my joy and i set boundaries with people and i'm like what the fuck to this person and you know this is like for me when i used to smoke dmt or something it's like this it peels all the bullshit layers and it's just like raw essence and what really matters so this is another positive to see in that like do it for him or her you know do it for him or her they are now here and they are in their joy like everyone comes home everyone comes home everyone as above so below everyone everything comes from spirit so everyone goes back to spirit and he's now already there linearly speaking like we're all there and it's it's amazing and he wishes nothing more than us being happy being in our joy and living our best life and celebrating like it was so beautiful how you spoke about all the nice memories of him how amazing he is how amazing he was here as a human being and how he impacted people in the most positive way and co-created these most amazing memories so rest in peace brother
feel like I'm done. Yeah. And also how it brings people in physical reality closer together. Yeah, so. I feel everything we do is a con- is an opportunity to either disconnect or reconnect or connect. Mm-hmm. And I choose connection in everything. Yes. It's always better when you're connected. Maybe. I don't have words how beautiful it was the things you said. This was like so I felt like on MDMA. I felt like so in my heart and you find words that like I don't find and I don't hear anyone finding those words. So you who find words in storytell and it's so beautiful. It's so so beautiful. And that you're like just telling your stories by being that beauty. So I I love you so much. I love you too. All right. And now a little something from Bashar about all of this. I'm going to add at the end, maybe. Thanks for listening. Check out Brittany Bond on Instagram. She got it back for now. Follow her backup page and listen to her podcast, Brittany Bond. And my stories at Vegan Strengths on Instagram. And yeah, connect. Like, reach out to us. We're all in this together. And we're one big family. And we invite you to also choose connection. Because mm. together, it's more fun. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye. Peace out. Hello, Bashar. Good day. I'm really grateful for the chance to talk to you today. It is our deepest appreciation to experience the co-creation of this interaction. So my mom committed suicide a few weeks ago. All right. And it's brought up a lot of questions for me about your teachings that I'd like to explore. By all means. Um, So everyone tells me that there's nothing I could have done or been differently in order to help and that it wasn't anything that I was doing that led to the creation of that manifestation. Yes, you made an agreement. You made an agreement with each other that this might be likely to happen. But again, it's Mm -hmm. not that it had to, but certainly you are not to be blamed for anything because other people make choices. It's that I, I see a lot of parallels between it and my process and my thinking and my experience. Like I held the idea of her intention for the last few years and she seemed to be held in suffering during that time. Yeah. And then literally, literally like two days after I decided I was ready to open my heart and start to forgive her and look for a new relationship, yeah. she yeah. killed herself. Well, now you have one. Now you have the relationship by opening your heart. It let her know she could move on and develop a relationship with you from a higher plane. She will still make choices to allow her in some way, shape, or form to finish whatever it is she may not have completed in terms of the choices that she made, in terms of the reasons why she may have chosen that. In exploring her life review, she may realize at some point she may have to experience certain challenges that are similar again in order to go towards completeness because she made a commitment to do so. Nevertheless, the choice to transition into spirit at that time can be of great assistance to you by allowing you to develop a relationship with her higher self. By stretching to make a connection, you stretch towards spirit, and that can help you, in a loving way, learn more about your spiritual connections as well. So please do understand that the relationship still exists. And now she is free from whatever it is she may have been experiencing that made that seem like the only choice. She will use it to her advantage. But for right now, her focus is on making sure you use the experience to your advantage to become more of who you are, knowing that she now, from that position, loves you unconditionally and is free from all pain and suffering.
And I've, I've had pretty good clarity on that. I've honestly experienced this as the deepest healing process of my life. It has right. been transforming me. Yes. And I think the only thing that keeps me looking backwards is this idea of responsibility. And was it, um, did I hold her in pain? And, and is it because of my process that her no, journey no. went this way? No. No. She is capable of making her own decisions. So in that vein, um, since we're constantly navigating different realities billions of times a second, I'm also wondering why did I find myself in the one where this happened instead of one where she would seem to stick around longer or her life experience could play out differently? Because of what it's going to teach you that you felt was important for you to learn. You haven't really learned it completely yet. So you're asking about an agreement you made that hasn't played completely out yet. So I understand how it could be the perfect reflection for me and, and like for my process. Yes. But then I wonder. Yes. So, yes, you're talking about her and how she's doing fine in spirit and she made her choice. Yes. yes. But since we're continuously creating our experience of others out of different distinct parallel reality versions of them. Yes. Who was I in relationship with, you know, and which version of her will I be connected with in spirit? A different version, a greater self. More of who she actually is as a reflection of the infinite. I guess the whatever it is you need, whatever it is you need, is what you will connect to in her. Yeah. Sorry for kind of nervously talking over you. It's, no, 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 it's no, no, like, no, no, all right. So I guess I'm wondering about whether or not she's real in and of herself. Or yes, of she, course she is. That doesn't mean you're not creating your version of it. So then, so if she has her own reality, how can it be that there are some where she doesn't do this and some where she does do this, you know? Because if you're a... talking about a much higher level of the being that can experience many different things simultaneously. Right now, you're focused on what you understand as the spirit individual that represented your mother. That's the level that we're addressing right now. But on a much greater level, remembering that you are all, all that is, you can experience everything and anything simultaneously. It just depends on what level of the consciousness you're referring to when you talk about forming a relationship with it. But she does have her own experience and her own choices. Uh, and she's not just a character on my screen or something. No, you didn't make her up. The, the idea story. is everyone is a fundamental existing being, but you still create your version as an interface to relate to. That's like saying, you understand when you have a telephone conversation with a friend, you're not actually hearing their real voice. You're hearing a recreation electronically that sounds like them, but they have their own voice. It's just converted into electronic signals that are reconstituted into audio signals at your end. So it's like that. You're creating your version that you can relate to, even though she has her own reality, just as she creates her version of you, even though you have your own reality, just like the telephone recreates the voice that isn't the original voice, but it's representative of something that is real. Yeah, so my whole life I've been recreating her out yes. of many possible variants to create the experience I've needed of her. Yes, exactly, as she um, has done with you. But then in spirit, where, where we are connected, 
in a continuous relationship is on a higher level of like all my possibilities, all her possibilities. Well, yes, those that are relevant for whatever level you happen to be exploring. Yes. So then it would be that like when I'm in spirit, it's kind of like my oversoul is because sometimes you've said that when we lose someone, they don't really miss us because they're already with us in spirit. And is that like an oversoul and an oversoul together? Well, no, it's more like the higher mind. The oversoul is something even higher. But the idea is, again, it is a more direct connection with the reality of the being. Remember that physical reality is a projection of consciousness. It's a dream. That's why you kind of have to create your version in the way that you do. Now, you're still creating your version even in spirit, but it's a closer connection to the reality of the person, the reality of the being. There's less in the way. There's less you have to recreate. I think there's a lot I have to listen back to, and I might not fully understand all of this, That's but all right. I think what's been important to me is to understand that she exists in her own right and that I didn't make this in some tragic way where it was no, my no. fault. No, it's not your fault. One of the thoughts that kept recurring was like that if I had had more space in my heart for her sooner, there would have been space in my world for her. Yes, but you see, the idea of opening your heart is the point, and it didn't have to result in the idea of her choosing to stay. In fact, the idea of the opening of your heart continues in the relationship that you will be forming with her as she is now. That's the point. Yeah, and that's what's really, that's what I'm reaching for, is the ability to relax into this and receive all the gifts that it offers without holding myself in blame and guilt. Exactly. So her transition into spirit gives you a wonderful opportunity to accelerate the process of opening your heart and being more of yourself. It's happening. (laughs) Yes. And therefore, it was a very loving thing for her to do. And this was done by arrangement and agreement between the two of you. Wonderful to connect with you. Thank you for helping me today.